Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Under the Stained Glass, the podcast where we take a look at what we talked about last week in church and then approach it again from a family angle. I'm Pastor Chris here at Magnolia Park United Methodist Church in Burbank, and I'm here with our children and families director, Ms. Whitney. Hi, everyone. And we're just going to talk today about last week we in church where it was Palm Sunday, and you probably celebrated Palm Sunday uh, last week as well. Palm Sunday encompasses that great story where Jesus is entering into Jerusalem for that mm-hmm. final week of his life. And the followers of Jesus at that time welcomed him in a real spirit of, of excitement, but also in a spirit of obedience mm-hmm. and adoration and also of praise. So just those three things, those three aspects of the way that we approach Jesus and approach our faith right. are so important. So we thought we'd talk about it today in terms of how we can help our kids understand those concepts, but also express those things, obedience, adoration, and praise actually in their daily lives. So let's let's start it off. Let's start with obedience. How can they express obedience to God in their daily lives? Well, obedience first is a crucial part of our faith walk. And so as parents, we want to help our children understand the importance of obedience and what obedience really does mean. In our discussions of this topic, we came up with the definition of obedience as the acceptance of authority due to trust in such an authority figure. So when we as parents are speaking to our children about expressing obedience in their lives, we want to talk about what sort of authority they should be obedient to. This might not simply be the loudest voice in the room. Remember, we're taught that God himself can be found in that still small voice, but the voice of reason, the voice of good, and one that is proven to be trustworthy. Mm. Paul says in Romans 13 that we must submit ourselves to governing authorities as such power and authority comes from God. As parents, we want to help our children to understand when and why such obedience is necessary, and we can help them to be able to recognize legitimate authority under the Christian worldview and how their obedience to it glorifies God, the ultimate authority of heaven and earth. Yeah, so number one is the is understanding that, first of all, we obey God, right? and then we obey those authority figures that we understand are trustworthy right. in the sense that they're also coming from that that perspective. I mean, that's really important because if we think about accepting even the authority of God, we don't want to be teaching our kids that they're just accepting because God says so, whatever right. those things are. But we want them to understand why God says what he says mm-hmm. and why it's good sure. and why they should listen to that authority. Now, increasingly, children are being confronted with confusing ideas, especially in school, mm-hmm. sometimes about their sexuality and gender. Yeah. This is happening at earlier and earlier ages. And these ideas are really coming from authority figures. So unfortunately, in this age, parents need to help children discern and think about what they're hearing, even from authority figures, and then look at it again from the perspective of what God says about those things. Mm -hmm. We need to teach our kids these days to have confidence to remember that, A, God created them. And in this case, I mean, that God created them to be boys or girls and that who they are, that aspect of them is is part of his plan for them. Right. And then 
Also, help them understand that our Christian view of sexuality and God's view of sexuality and gender is good and can be trusted to help them live a, a good life. So unfortunately, these days, we really have to be careful about the authorities that they hear, mm -hmm. not only in school, but on television and other places, right. and then help them to translate what they're hearing into their ideas about what God says as the ultimate authority. So we want to work with them to understand what it is to be obedient to God. But what about adoration? How can they express adoration for Christ, for God in their lives? Well, adoration, as we see in the story of Jesus's entrance into Jerusalem, can really be defined as love for Jesus and God, certainly, first and foremost. Our Christian relationship begins with love for Jesus and God. But not only love for Jesus and God, but love for what God loves. And what does this mean, and how do we help our children understand and express adoration in such a way? Well, in Matthew 22, 37 and 39, Jesus puts it this way when he says, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. And that's the first part of our definition of adoration. And then he says, a second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. As parents, we want to help our children to understand that as Christians, when we express our adoration for God, it isn't just expressed in the way that we love Him, but in the way that we intentionally love and treat those around us and how that love is expressed in our actions day to day. Yeah, I love that because... You know, it's easy for our love for God to become abstract. Right. And especially, I mean, for kids. Mm -hmm. um, but when you bring it down to loving what God loves, that's, that's really powerful. I mean, if we want our kids to really love Jesus, we want them to, to do what Jesus says. And Jesus said that our love for him is seen in our love for other people. So if we can help our kids understand that, you know, being and doing decent, kind and respectful things and being decent and kind and respectful of others is actually a way of loving God, then even doing those things stop becoming about like a story about us and how great we are, Right. but instead a, a story about how uh, we are responding to a really great and loving God. So finally, what about praise? How can we teach our kids to, to praise God in their daily lives? Praise is, and I'm going to go out on a limb saying this, uh, the most fun of the three expressions of our faith that we've spoken about today. We don't always want to be obedient. We don't always want to love what God loves. And it's not always fun to do those things. But praise defined as an expression of our delight in God is definitely something that can feel really good to do, especially for young believers. As parents, we want to make praise a central component of our faith lives and model praise for God that comes from our obedience, trust, and adoration of Him for our children. We want to let them know that there is no wrong way or no wrong time to praise the Lord for all He has done for yeah. us. Yeah. And you know, well, you certainly know because you work with kids all the yeah. time, but kids, you know, praising God can be really exuberant and kids love to be exuberant, but it's also cool, you know, we can help them understand that praise can be an inward thing, can mm -hmm. be a quiet thing as well. When they have those little successes in school or in sports, right. or even if they just have a great day or they just feel content and happy, it's wonderful for them to sit there silently and quietly praise God for that, mm -hmm. uh, to say thank you to Jesus and quietly acknowledge 
that all good things come from God. That's an aspect of praise that's every bit as powerful as those exuberant uh, demonstrations in worship and praise in church, for instance. Right. Well, our verse for today is Luke 19, 38, and it says, Blessings on the King who comes in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven. And this verse is really great to illustrate what we're talking about today, because it really is a praise of adoration for Jesus and also a recognition of his authority as our King. Mm -hmm. So when we get our children to really understand this and understand who Jesus is and why he came, we can really help them to express that obedience, that adoration and praise in their lives. Yeah, it's fantastic. So this is just such a great time of year to help our kids really tune in to who Jesus is, who God is in their lives, that God knows them and cares about them and loves them. Mm -hmm. So enjoy this season. Next week, we're going to be off, but the following week, we will be talking about Easter and some of the ways that we can really share the resurrection with our children that can bolster their faith as they grow older. So have a beautiful Easter Mm -hmm. and we just thank you so much for being with us and we'll see you next time on Under the Stained Glass. Bye.